0: Hey, pop punk enthusiasts, welcome back to another episode of pop punk promo podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you're new to the pop punk promo family, hey, what's up? Welcome. We are so glad to have you here, whether you found us through Instagram, TikTok, maybe a friend or one of the incredible artists that we featured on here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to check us out, to be here and listening to this incredible podcast. Our goal here at Pop Punk Promo is to bring you fresh new artists that you probably have never heard of, and we hope that they become your new favorite artist. We also put a lot of focus on featuring women and LGBTQIA plus members of the community as well. We just really want to put a focus on marginalized groups, of people that don't normally get a lot of spotlight or attention in the scene so if you're here for any one of those reasons you're in the right place I can't wait to show you your new favorite artist if you've been with pop punk promo for a little while now hey welcome back thank you so much for tuning in every single week and supporting us on social media and really any way that you can just by listening just by sharing just by being here you are doing so much for our mission here of spreading the word of incredible music and sharing the love of small artists so thank you again so much each and every one of you who has even spent a little bit of time looking at the content that we provide thank you you guys all mean the world to me Last week, we announced a giveaway for a 15-pound gift voucher to Bronnie's Wicked Wicks store. And you could get false lashes, you could get candles, you could get Bronnie merch, all with that giveaway gift card. Now, it is still going on. We haven't picked a winner yet. So in order to enter, all you have to do is use Bronnie's Sound, your ex-girlfriend, on TikTok or on Instagram Reels, make sure you tag Pop Punk Promo and Bronie in order to be entered. And at this point in time, there's not a set date that we are going to be closing this, but I'll probably announce a winner either next week or shortly after that. I just want to get a few more entries in and I'm loving the content you guys are providing, okay? I just want the maximum amount of hype for Bronie's new single and you could win a little bit of money to spend on her merch store, which I think is super amazing. So make sure you get your entries in. Make sure you tag Pop Punk Promo on TikTok or Instagram when you post it. If you'd like to support Pop Punk Promo further, We do have listener support activated through Spotify for podcasters. If you're interested in making a monthly donation to the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. It can be as much or as little as you want. Some people only do about 99 cents a month. Some people go up to $5. Whatever amount you choose helps to ensure that we can continue to bring you content every single week. So if this is an option that you would like to utilize to support us, Thank you. That would mean the world to us. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, let's get into some pop punk news. We're starting off this week's news segment with yet another concert review. You guys, I feel like I've gone to a plethora of shows this summer and I'm not stopping. I have a couple more really exciting ones I'm going to go to in the next couple weeks and I will be doing reviews for those as well. But for now, let's get to the most recent concert review. Last week, I saw Pink in concert and holy shit, you guys, she was Fucking phenomenal. She was the most incredible live performer I've ever seen. She embarked on her summer carnival tour this summer and she was selling out stadiums like fucking crazy. And she was doing acrobatics, literally flying through the arena. Just an absolute super mega star. And this was one that I would have been really sad if I missed. The performance was a 2 hour long extravaganza which literally began with fireworks and pink literally dropping down from the top of the stage and doing flips onto the main stage. Like she literally fell probably like 50 feet or so, probably more. I don't even know. Just landed on the stage and continued on singing and it was so fucking cool. And Throughout the course of the night, there were dancers, she was doing acrobatics, there was people dancing with her, backup dancers, fireworks, sparklers, like, literally a full-on blowout show. Like, this was insane. The night included performances to all of her hit songs, including Who Knew, Raise Your Glass, So What, and Just Give Me a Reason, and so many more. It was a phenomenal night, and I had the best time ever. Even if you only knew some of her songs, I guarantee you would have an absolute blast because it was a theatrical performance. It wasn't just her singing songs. It was more than that. It was emotional. It was incredible. I'm from Minneapolis, so I naturally saw her here in Minneapolis, and she actually set a ton of records that night. So she played at Target Field, which is the Twin Stadium, and she was literally the first female headliner at Target Field, which I think is absolutely bonkers. Like, I don't understand how there's never been a woman to headline that venue yet like it's been open for years at this point and I I'm just absolutely boggled and that goes to show how much work we have to do to ensure that women get the proper representation that they deserve and she is literally such an icon so despite it being sad that she is the only woman who has ever headlined this venue I'm honored that it was her. She is one of the most badass people ever. And on top of being the first female headliner at the stadium, she also broke the attendance record. There were more than 40,000 people to attend this show. Like, she literally broke Minneapolis, you guys. Like, the traffic was horrific. Like, the show ended at 11. I didn't get home until, like... 1230 and I only live about maybe 15 minutes away with good traffic so yeah nuts you guys she broke the attendance record and then I also heard that in Milwaukee the next night she did the same exact thing also the first female headliner for that venue and also broke the attendance record which is crazy like she should not be the only woman that performs on such a large scale. That's really sad to me. And we need to do better as a society to make sure we get more diversity in our venues and, you know, uplift the people that are so talented and so deserving and capable of selling out huge arenas like this. Pink sang one of her most meaningful and deep songs while she was on tour her song irrelevant is her response to those who told her to shut up and sing after she critiqued the supreme court's decision to overturn roe v wade which was the case that literally guaranteed a woman's constitutional right to have an abortion and she wrote on social media about this Let's be clear, if you believe the government belongs to a woman's uterus, a gay person's business, or marriage, or that racism is okay, then please, in the name of your lord, never fucking listen to my music again, and also, fuck right off. So, she said that perfectly, I think she is such a queen for this, um, I am very liberal, I don't think that is a secret And I just believe in basic fucking human rights. And she sang this song as a big fuck you to the government to be like, you don't control us. You don't get to tell us what to do with our bodies, with our lives and who we get to love. And that is the most pure mantra I could ever have for myself, for my business, for my podcast. And I couldn't agree more. If you don't believe in basic human rights, then yeah. You don't have to listen to what I have to say, and that's fine, but I was so incredibly moved by this performance. I, shockingly, had actually never even heard this song before, and hearing it live and watching the theatrical performance behind it and all of the visuals she had to go along with it was beautiful. I was so in love, and I'm just so thankful that we have a woman who is such a strong force in music that is willing to support all of us and stand up for all of us who maybe don't have a voice. So Pink is an excellent role model to have as a woman just in general today, but also in the music industry. She is a force to be reckoned with and her performance says it all. Pink will be continuing the Summer Carnival Tour throughout the course of the year in North America up until late November. Then, in early February, she'll be picking it up in Sydney, Australia again and doing a few shows down under because it'll be summer down there. This woman is absolutely insane. She's going to be touring for months on end and doing a two-hour set at each one of these performances. Luckily for her, though, it looks like she's got a few nights off in between shows, which is fair. And she's even bringing her daughter on tour with her because her daughter sings on one of her songs and she brings Willow out on stage to sing, which is so insane. She's literally a 12 year old going out there with her superstar mom singing to an audience of like 40,000 people. That's crazy. So needless to say, if you haven't seen this show yet, please be on the lookout for where you could possibly see her because I highly recommend this show to everyone. If you grew up listening to Pink, if you love what she stands for, if you love who she is and just want to go for an absolutely banging time with lights, camera, action, the works, this is where you got to be, okay? So Check out on her website and her Instagram for a full list of dates that she has yet to perform and see if she's coming anywhere near you because I know you're not going to want to miss this. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it is time for the moment you've all been waiting for. It is time for your featured artist segment. Okay, you guys, I am very excited to bring you guys this interview this week. This is actually a local band in Minneapolis who I actually met the drummer at a Taylor Acorn show a few months ago, and we've been in cahoots ever since. And now they're gonna be on the show, and I'm really, really excited to bring you guys their music, and I think you're gonna really love them. So, without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is Minneapolis local band Of The Orchard. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome in. Uh, We are with Of The Orchard today, a local Minneapolis band. How are you guys doing?
1: So great. Great. Yeah, so good.
0: I'm so (laughs) glad to have you guys here. Oh, my God. Um, it's so nice to be able to interview someone who's local from my own town. This is, this is awesome. Um, Do you guys want to introduce yourselves to the listeners with your names, pronouns, and what you guys all do in the band?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ben, you want to go ahead and start? Sure. I'm Ben. I, my pronouns are he, him, and um, I write our songs. Um, I sing and I play guitar.
1: Nice. Hi, I am uh, Lewis Wessel. I'm a he, him, and I play drums for the band and general just nonsense, shenanigans, and loud noises. Yep,
0: that <laughs> sounds about
1: right.
3: <laughs> and I'm Alec Tickey. I play bass in the band. I also do help with some songwriting uh, nice. and also sing in the band and nice. record the band. Yeah. So you're
0: just kind of the the multi-use man. You do whatever.
3: <laughs> yeah, the jackknife.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thanks guys for taking time out of your days. I know everyone's super busy. I know one of you is not even home right now. So thank you guys for taking time to, to sit down and chat with me today. It means a lot. So yeah, you guys are a Minneapolis local band. Are you guys originally all from, from Minneapolis?
1: No, um absolutely no, I don't think any of us are from what? Minneapolis originally.
0: <laughs> what okay, okay. Now we need stories. Okay, where are you guys all from originally? And how did you guys end up like here together making music?
2: <laughs> yeah, so we're so we're actually all from Wisconsin, just like different oh parts of Wisconsin.
0: Nice.
2: Um, but but yeah, so I guess I'm I'm kind of the link between the other two guys. So mm-hmm. I started off going to college at UW la Crosse, Nice. I knew I knew Lewis there. Um, people told us that we should make a band when we were both there. We both said no. Uh, <laughs> we were like, nah, we don't want to be in a band with that guy. <laughs> so, then I transferred schools to McNally Smith College of Music. Oh, uh, they closed that place.
1: Yeah, yeah that <laughs> sucks. <laughs> we were there the day it happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
2: And so then Alec and I met. At McNally. So we we both went there, um, met up. Alec helped me with some recording of solo stuff. And Mm -hmm. Alec's actually a really good guitar player. And I just asked him, like, hey, we need a (laughs) bassist. Would you want to play bass instead? He's like, sure, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I can tolerate this. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And then Lewis moved to Minneapolis after graduating um, from lacrosse. And we just ran into each other at Up Down Arcade Bar.
0: Oh, I love that place. I was there a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my God. Great. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah, so we, yeah, so we were just like, hey, do you want to jam sometime? Uh, and then we met up. Neither of us had somewhere to live. So we're like, hey, do you, you want to live
3: together?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds casual, right? You meet at a at an arcade bar after you know a while and you're just like, Hey, you want to make a band? And also do you need a roommate?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we That's came a funny. long way from not wanting to be like bandmates back in the college, being like, I don't know about that guy too. Oh hey, want to live together <laughs> completely. Oh my God. Of the zero spectrum. to one hundred.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, that is a, a lot of places you guys came from all Wisconsin, which is actually kind of cool. I, I went to school at UW Claire, so not yeah. too far from Lacrosse. So yeah. 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 I grew
2: up in Lacrosse. The other two didn't, but I grew yeah. Up in La yeah, it's <laughs> kind of weird that we both went to Lacrosse for some time. Alex from Lacrosse. Well, so you
0: guys fly. are actually the lacrosse local band. You're not yeah. you're not yeah. Minneapolis,
1: actually. Yeah. And then our <laughs> other guitarist, Zach, is from San Antonio, Texas. So he's the one
2: oddball. He's
0: the outlier, <laughs> <man>. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That yeah, that is way different from Wisconsin. So <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Well, welcome, welcome in. I'm so glad you guys are all here and you guys are all together. You guys make amazing music, by the way. I, I ran into to Lewis at the um the Loveless and Taylor Acorn concert, and we just started talking, and I was like, he's like, yo, I'm in this band, and I was like, all right, I'll give you guys a listen, whatever, and here we are, you guys obviously are great, because you're here, so.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. us.
0: Yeah, and I, I shared some of your music with my my friend yesterday and she was like, ooh, they are super good. I'm like, I know we need to support local music. Come on. Like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so how long have you guys been making music together then? How long has that kind of been?
1: Has well, it been, about, it's been about
3: seven like... years. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Been... Oh, I want to say like five, maybe five? Okay, six. I'm
2: off. minus two yeah. for COVID.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah i think
2: think the answer is actually six
1: okay so we started in
2: 2017 um yeah and yeah like officially so it started i was trying to form a band around my like acoustic pop music and um these guys joined and after like three months it's like we are way too punky for this (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) like this is not a pop thing at all (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) and then we shifted um around like july of 2017 into like -hmm. this feels like a cohesive band Mm -hmm. let's figure it out so then we became of the orchard in july so it's been like six years since with the weird covid years in there
0: yeah i mean we all lived through we all had to deal with it and i i feel so bad for the bands that like actively tried to become something in 2019 just to be like shut down like that that slows down so much progress but but then again we have tiktok you know
1: so <laughs> tiktok kind of helped people through covid so yeah We released our first album right as COVID hit, and we had to do a lockdown. So we had to do like a podcast EP streaming, like live release, since we couldn't do a show.
0: Oh my god, that's that's just so that's so difficult. You know, it's something that before COVID happened, we were like, how, like it. It sounds unreal it's like how does that even like happen how do you even release music without being able to do live shows like it's crazy but at least now we have a semi-blueprint i guess like (laughs) yeah but yeah um how would you guys kind of describe your personal branding around um of the orchard what do you guys kind of want to associate your band with when people listen to you Mm.
2: Great question. Great um, qu- I'm
0: asking the tough questions here. Yeah.
2: Um, what are your thoughts, Lewis? You're you're somewhat of our brander. So I kind, of,
1: I kind of like to relate to being able to be like going through the stages of life where like we have a song that's called like Ben always starts, states it, it's called Figure It Out at the beginning of the song. It's like, hey, this is a song about realizing that I'm 30 years old and I have anxiety and I don't know what's going on with life right now. And I'm just trying to figure it out day by day. And I think that's kind of where I relate a lot of our music is just the personal struggles that we all face as we go through day by day life and that there's still beauty and things to appreciate within it. I think that's kind of like the branding that I look at with it. And so it's kind of being like some of the funny shit every day and then some of the more serious stuff. It's kind of just a whole encompassing of the appreciation of life, I guess. I don't know. Love that. Kind of of a, kind of a long routed way to say it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, I think that's cool. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of what like the entire, like, pop-punk genre is, too. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, we're here making music. We just want to do something that we all can kind of relate to and feel better in this kind of shitty world we live in, you know? So, like, I I love that.
2: Yeah, and I think, I think, too, um, we, yeah, I think, I think with that, we have some, like, sentimental, like, serious tone. I think all of us are, like, pretty sarcastic, but, like, Kinda like, yeah. I, think that, I think that's an <laughs> Yeah. So I, think, I think we have a good mix of like hey here's some heavy shit but also like let's fuck around like, let's right. do this, let's
0: it, do it, it doesn't all have to be serious either you know Like, really yeah. punk, punk. I feel like I ask that question and everyone's like man I have to have meaning behind this and it's like you don't you know it's, no. like, it's, it's cool if you do but it's like yeah we just want to write some songs have fun you know just get a crowd I'm, like excited like if that's your goal that's your goal you know what i yeah. mean like that's and that's fun and if you can captivate an audience that's that's what is important yeah. you know yeah so i mean
1: one of our more popular songs is called tipsy on a tuesday and it's just about getting tipsy on a tuesday <laughs> <laughs> yeah <scared> about
0: that <laughs> yeah like it's not it, it doesn't go deeper than that it's just yeah, you like,
1: want to hey, get it's tipsy it's on, it's a tuesday. on a tuesday why not yeah <laughs> like there's
3: I was going to say there's, like, a lyric in there in the chorus that's, like, got me feeling like a Midwest motorbike. What does that mean?
0: I don't know. know. (laughs) (laughs) What does a Midwest motorbike feel like? (laughs)
1: Which is a line then chewing on a chicken thigh for after that? Oh, my God. Just, like, silly lyricism. I love it. I love it. Like,
0: sometimes you just need a silly song like that, you know? Like, whatever it's not it's not that serious
2: (laughs) yeah for that song um sometimes like when i'm like singing over chord progressions that we have i'll just find like this is the cadence of the melody so it's like this many syllables so like what can i fit over it and for whatever reason midwest motorbike fit over and so I came to rehearsal and I was like, I can't figure out how to change this line. And the other three guys were like, you can't change that line. <laughs> you need, you need it's, that. it's too good.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I feel like if you're writing a song and you want the person listening to question what they're saying i think you've written a great song <laughs> if that makes any sense yeah. like what did they mean by midwest motorbike i don't know but i like it like <laughs> that's how you, that's how you catch people's attention
2: and i will say one other one other branding thing that we're we're trying to establish um we're looking to be um pop punk for pets for as pets? well so we're <laughs> trying to
0: get in the pet market of listeners
1: oh my god elaborate on that what does that mean so there's a there's a dog park bar brewery in uh minneapolis that Uh ben uh we've gone and played for several times like we just do a quick acoustic set so they'll be like it's off off leash so it's like you go to the bar and then you let your dog off the leash and they run around and play and scamper so like ben and i'll be sitting there playing and then there'll be like a golden retriever just walking in between our legs so Uh we're just Playing for the dogs there for special date nights and whatnot.
0: That is literally a dream. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Um, Lewis, you have a big white fluff ball, don't you?
1: Oh, yes. Come here, buddy. Come here. He's He's so cute. He is right here. Oh,
0: my God. This is Olaf. (laughs) He's so cute. I'm going to have to, like, take a screenshot of this part and post it online because it's so cute. He's so big oh my god he's so well behaved i didn't even realize he was right there like <laughs>
1: yeah, he just lays under my feet
0: cute so I mean, yeah. <laughs> whenever meanwhile... there's like a
1: work call or something he's just at, he's just at my feet <laughs>
0: oh my god meanwhile my my dog's like like 14 pounds and she's like so loud like she does not like the the noises outside the people upstairs whatever <laughs> she just she'll So I'm like, I have to lock her away while I'm doing these. Otherwise she'll ruin all the audio. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I love you, but you can't do this. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, that's cool. I love that. I didn't even know there was a bar where you could just bring dogs and play music. That's cool. That's so awesome. Like that, that sounds like the happiest place on earth. Honestly. I love that.
1: It's pretty great. (laughs)
0: That's incredible. Um, going to stem away from that a little bit even though i love talking about dogs and i love talking about music but um do you guys utilize tiktok at all for promotion
1: that you is try. what we need to do more of more um, yeah yes. that's that's one where uh i i've been uh trying to learn the ins and outs a bit more and i just need to start posting more so that's one where we yeah. got to get, get better about
0: it's, it's definitely a complicated beast for sure. Like I, I was on TikTok for a while, then I stopped for a while, then I started up again. Yeah. I'm like, it's like exhausting. So like, I get it. And if you're trying to like, promote and write music and perform shows, whatever, like it's, it's a lot
1: to do yeah. sometimes. So I'm like So I, like, I don't know what to post. Because like I I am social media savvy-ish, but like it's, like there are so many different videos, and I don't know how to make all the content for it. So it's kind of one of like I need we need to learn more. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's definitely something where I I'll look and I'm like, how did they do that? And I'm like, I'd have to research. And some people even have like like fancy cameras, and then they like upload it. And I'm <laughs> like, that is so much work. I just want to say something stupid to the camera and then get the point across. <laughs> and like yeah, you know, right. you know like. Like use an audio and be like, listen to this band. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but yeah. So I don't know. I guess TikTok, how do you guys like feel about it? Do you guys like like I know you want to use it more, but how do you like feel about it regards to like promotion?
2: Yeah, I think I think that it's cool um in the way like I think in comparison to other social media, because mm-hmm. of the way that it's more randomized with the algorithm. It's nice that like, like, I feel like in a vacuum, if you post on Instagram or wherever, you just don't get the reach that you can with TikTok. So I think there is a real benefit to indie artists like us trying to get new listenership and like kind of latch on to a new audience that you, you just can't really do on other social media. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. a Very cool thing. I think it, Maybe the, the detriment to that is it's hard to establish real fans versus just like, oh, I saw this one video that was cool and now I'm going to forget about that band. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's so true. It's like, because TikTok is a very weird beast because so, like sometimes I do go on there with the intention of being like, okay, let's see what random band comes on my For You page today because I run this podcast. I want to find yeah. small artists to interview, but not – Obviously, that's not the case for most people. So, like, I, it is weird because sometimes, like, yeah, I love that. And I'll just keep scrolling, you know, like, and so it is hard to tell, like, who will actually stay. But if even someone, you know, like, you catch someone's ear, Mm -hmm. like, that is still better than no one listening at all, I guess, you Mm -hmm.
2: know? Yeah. You never know,
0: like, a thousand views. You'll probably get at least, at least. 10 people from that
1: like consistently Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's a give and take I mean that's how I found Taylor Acorn to be honest was Mm -hmm. TikTok and then I was like oh I really like this and the next thing you know I'm at her show and that's how we met
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's crazy because like I I found her when she opened for um uh who are it was uh with confidence and oh, real yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um that's that was my first interaction with her i i had yeah. never heard of her or anything and i literally just started this podcast like weeks before and it was very yeah. new so i was like oh she's someone i could interview and yeah. yeah and then i realized she actually had like a tiktok song and i was like oh i was like okay cool <laughs> she's she's actually like she's gonna go big i can tell i can tell yeah. and, like yeah, she's incredible because she's mm-hmm. still independent. So, yep. like, that's nuts. Like, I can't believe, like, you can do anything these days. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like for a long time people were like, hey, you have to get a label. But, like, that's mm-hmm. just not true. It's just they help with funding, you know, which is sometimes yeah. really hard. So I'm assuming you guys are independent, right? So how do you guys kind of feel about that? How do you guys like being an independent band?
3: I was just saying, it's a lot
1: of work. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for
0: sure. (laughs) Do you guys feel like it's easier with um, multiple members of the band? Like, are are you guys able to kind of split up some of the workload as far as, like, promoting or just doing whatever it is you guys need to do for the band?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that we try... I think I think that we're very um like hot and cold, like mm. we're like for three months going really hard, like okay, everybody's like really motivated, and then we just like hit a wall, yeah, um, yeah <laughs> I think it's hard to like keep the consistent like the day to day oh we're, we're keeping the ball rolling, kind of a thing.
1: I think the yeah. burnout effect with all of us working full-time jobs and then having the band and then being independent where we run the social media, Ben does a lot of our booking and our songwriting, Alec will do all of our recording, the mixing and mastering of our music. Like, and then it's just like doing all that and then trying to compile and add more on top of it, being independent. And then, Oh, we've got to play shows. We need to rehearse still. Um, yeah. oh, speaking of funding, we have no money. Like, How are we going <laughs> to pay for like a new banner that we're going to get? We got to get new, like this, that. So like, I think it definitely adds. It's a lot of work, and def- it's why like a lot of independent artists fail to make it, or they you see them burn out. It's just because there's mm-hmm. so much that goes behind it, and a lot of effort that you know. People don't see and like Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot uh, more work that goes into you know music and writing and everything that people know
0: (laughs) yeah that's such an excellent point too and i i love talking to artists about this because i feel like so many just like casual music listeners don't know like the extent of what goes into making even one show happen or making a Mm -hmm. song happen or everything that needs to go like to happen in order to get people to listen and to, to show up and to care you know like it's a lot of it's a lot of fucking work let's like, say I, I get it and like like i work a full-time job too on top of doing this and like all of you guys working full-time jobs like i don't think a lot of people realize how many people in bands have other jobs you know yeah. like I, I don't think they realize that like it's it's a lot of fucking work
1: and quite frankly you know we don't make enough money if this was my only income i'd be living on the street (laughs) oh absolutely
0: absolutely yeah we you make pennies until you like make it you know what i mean exactly even people with moderate fame like still don't make as much as you think they would you know it's like and like touring is expensive too i don't think people realize how expensive Mm -hmm. touring is yeah like most of the merch money it goes into gas or whatever food to just keep the tour going so you can gain more fans that you can hopefully one day quit your day job, whatever, you know, it's it's crazy. It's insane. So you guys are, are doing great. You're putting in the work and you guys are still a pretty, pretty new band and that's, it is what it is. And if you guys are just doing this for fun and hanging out, that's also cool, you know, like yeah.
2: mm-hmm. be the
0: Minneapolis pet band. I love it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if that's what you aspire to be, the Minneapolis pop punk pet band, then you guys will be that. <laughs>
2: <a five-time cat.
1: laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think I think too with uh with being independent and us kind of all wearing some different hats. I think I think the one thing that I've been trying to do more is like taking steps back of seeing like where we were years ago to now where it's like oh like i now understand how to book shows i get more of like that managerial process where it's like Mm -hmm. damn like i i really like am like self-sufficient in ways that i didn't know Mm -hmm. how to before and i think similarly with alec recording like our our quality of songs sounds so much better in six years and like Mm -hmm. Alec. Awesome, like mixing, mastering, engineer runs all of our stuff. And yeah. I you can't like it's all done in a basement studio at his house. That's crazy. You just can't tell anymore. Like it it's like yeah. that yeah. professional quality where it's like we're we're making it work with what we have available in a way that mm-hmm. although is challenging and kind of frustrating at times, like it, it feels good knowing we can do this we're making it happen mm-hmm. without really any other support outside of the four of us like,
0: yeah, yeah. that's that's actually insane like and i i don't think a lot of people realize how many of their favorite songs are just written in like or like recorded in like a basement or a closet mm-hmm. or whatever like um i don't know if you guys have seen like billy eilish's documentary at all but like or even heard a ton about her her process but she is obviously mega famous and so much of especially her first album was literally recorded like in her brother's bedroom like yeah. they just mm-hmm. like they did that and that's crazy and then her brother's like her producer and it's like it's it's insane like i can't i can't believe the incredible music you can literally just make mm-hmm. like in a basement or a bedroom or whatever you just have to put in the work and then kind of know how digital audio workrooms work, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. whatever, like a basic understanding. And then, and then you got it. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. You guys are, you guys are doing amazing. And I honestly, yeah. you're, the quality of your music is really good. Like there are some bands I'll listen to yeah, and I'm man. like, I'm like, Oh, they're just not developed enough. I'm like, they need, <laughs> they need something else. You know, like they just don't, have, they don't have, I don't know what the word is. They don't have the right, like the like, right quality. formula yet. You know, yeah. like, and you, you guys definitely have got your formula down. I think like it, it, it doesn't sound like you said like a basement, a basement album or whatever. It's it sounds put together, and I love it. So you guys yeah, are doing good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go a little bit more conceptual here. And um, what would you guys say if you guys could have like a dream tour lineup? Who would you guys want to go on tour with <laughs> Oh. And you guys can have different answers here. Yeah. Just put in a put in a pool of who you guys would would love to go on tour with.
1: I think this is going to be a recency bias for me, but right now, uh, I think the band Camino is one of my favorite Ooh. bands. They ah, they just dropped an album today, and I've been I've had it on repeat since I woke up. Oh uh, my God. Today, I think uh, we're heading kind of towards that m- a little more pop punky pop pop rocky sound, and I think mm-hmm. that they'd be like fan base wise and the song wise, I think that'd be a really fun tour. <laughs> I agree that would be yeah.
0: awesome. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. so
1: cool.
3: Um I've always I mean I've always been a big Fallout Boy fan. Oh. I think oh. it's pretty
0: terrible.
2: Yeah.
1: That's so that show. Yeah, that show,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That,
0: that show just we, we got shit on for Fallout Boy. You guys. That was terrible. Like um I think most of my listeners probably already know but yeah, Fallout Boy it literally rained. It got like semi-cancelled but not cancelled and it was just a shit show. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. And yeah. I, I actually ended up leaving. Like I yeah. I waited like me and my girlfriend and my sister were just like in the bathroom in the back of like the, the venue, you know, because like a bunch of people like ran in there for shelter. So we were like, fuck mm-hmm. it, let's do that instead of running to our cars. You know, <laughs> in the event that they would put it back on quickly they didn't we stayed in there for an hour and once the rain kind of let up a little bit but there was still lightning we were like fuck it we're leaving so we left yeah <laughs> and about 20 minutes later they were like show's on i'm like oh shit but from, from what i heard um they started playing before like even half the people were in there already so like it's just a shit show
2: yeah yeah we, we were also at that sh- the four of us all mm-hmm. went um, yeah we did a similar thing where we waited, we waited in our car for a long time. They weren't really giving good updates either. No, and no, there was no
0: service there. It was, like, in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. no one could even check the social media. They were like, oh, check it. And we're like, how on earth are we supposed to do that when there's yeah. no signal out here? Like- yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we did the same exact thing. Like, wait for an hour. We even, like, as we were leaving, we kind of, like, walked by the sound booth. And we're like, hey, like, do you have any read on the situation? And that guy said, like we probably will know in 15 minutes so then the longer it goes on the less likely it feels right so yeah, yeah we, we ended up taking off after like 50 minutes we're like i don't know so we were yeah. like almost back to minneapolis by the time the show uh, was
0: yeah i think we, yeah, we were about 20 minutes out and we were like by that point there's no like we would drive 20 minutes back to the venue and then probably yeah. get 10 minutes of follow-up boy like it would have Mm -hmm. not been worth it so i i'm glad we did the decision we like we did but it still sucked you know what i mean like (laughs) but yeah it would be sick if you guys could tour with them yeah yeah. in a venue that has a ceiling you know (laughs) (laughs) i i i admire and i do enjoy outdoor venues but like the weather is always the hard thing and that's that's Mm -hmm. what sucks and of course we can't get refunds for what happened, which sucks.
2: No.
0: It is what it is. So, yeah, follow Out Boy, that would be sick. Um, that was a huge rant. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, <laughs> well, we're
2: with, we're with you. <laughs>
0: right,
1: yeah, you, you we're Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta let it out. It's okay to express your feelings. <laughs> I know. I
0: was so upset. I was, like, I've seen follow Out Boy, like, two other times before that. So, I was, like, it's fine. It's not, like, I was banking on this was, like, the first time and whatever. But it's whatever. So... Yeah, I'll, I'll catch them again. They'll come back. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. any other bands you guys want to go on tour with? Come on. I would actually
3: oh sorry. I would actually also say with confidence, I love those guys. <laughs> they're, they're, cool, yeah. they're, they're
0: cool. They're not touring anymore though. Oh
2: really? Yeah, yeah,
0: the um the one that Taylor Acorn was on, that was their last, like their last tour. So they're they're like done. They're like not a band anymore. Oh, which wow. Is but yeah, but if they were still a band, that would be awesome. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sad. I really like them, but yeah. Oh well. Anyone else come to mind for you guys at all?
3: Um, Motion City. Ooh. Yeah. Motion City. Okay. Yeah. They, I
0: don't
3: know, are they fully going? I know they did another tour after a couple of years or so,
2: but are they
3: doing more touring again?
2: I think I it, it feels like it kind of just depends on like Justin Courtney Pierre's health. Like, yeah, whenever he feels up to it, I think they go on runs. But I think it's less frequent.
1: I mean, yeah. he was using a walking stick at the last show they played. Oh yeah. shit! He, he played yeah. at the the Taste of the City here in Minneapolis. And like he was just kind of hobbling around stage. Uh, he's <laughs> he's like, just sounded awesome though. It sounded great and brought <laughs> yeah. the energy. i like,
0: I gotta give him props for it.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. Like,
0: just give him a chair and he'll belt it out, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> that's cool though. That, oh my god, that it's always so sad though. Seeing you know like um, health, you know, deteriorate with like incredible musicians too. Because like even like um, Blink One Eighty Two, Mark Hoppus had had cancer yeah. too, and we weren't mm-hmm. sure what was going to go on and he is thank god like cancer free now and they're able to like keep touring and do whatever but like for a while that's so scary you know because you're like oh my god what's gonna happen like are they gonna be okay like are they gonna keep being able to put out music that they love you know like that's that's always super tragic but
2: yeah totally
0: but yeah all right now let's talk now that we're like halfway through this thing let's talk about your EP that's set to release in a couple of weeks here. You guys mm-hmm. let me know anything and everything there is to know about it. Obviously without too many spoilers that you don't want to share yet, but yeah, let talk to Talk to me about your EP.
3: It sounds great.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
1: You listen to it you, you,
0: you hear that guys it sounds
2: great
1: you want the you music it's go, it's gonna be four just bangers I, I think i think we're done here like... oh. <laughs> that's, it. that's all we got to say about it um well, the single, it. if you want to run releases next week on the 17th
2: nice
1: um then you want to talk about that one a little bit more as you're you're the prime writer of that bad
2: boy sure yeah so so in i guess just as a holistic scope so in February we put out an EP um, called Uprooted and so that one was a lot of like breakup sad songs Um, I was in a pretty long term relationship and that was Yeah, that was my processing of the
0: breakup. (laughs) It was your therapy album, your therapy EP. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that was me kind of getting all that out. And then this EP is kind of like the next stage of life of, oh, like putting yourself back out there, falling in love again, finding that, um, yeah, just finding those feelings again after going through that kind of a breakup. Mm -hmm. um and so yeah so if you want to run comes out next week and that's sort of like the the meet cute like first date butterfly kind of song of seeing (laughs) seeing someone going going out to get drinks and like feeling those first butterflies of like oh shit this could be something yeah Uh, And yeah, so it's, so it's a, it's a cutesy, like it's called if you want to run. And like the last line is like, if you want to run, then baby, I'm running too.
0: Um, Oh, cute. (laughs) I love it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm super hyped. That'll be awesome.
1: And then I think the second song is loud in my head, which is basically starting to everything in the anxieties are getting loud in your head and you're kind of rethinking everything. So like, is this it? Is the next step it? And it's kind of just like the whole process of like healing and growing. Um, Yeah. And then, uh the rest of the ep kind of fits along the, those lines nice. yeah
2: and i think yeah we're we're very excited for loud in my head i think mm-hmm. i think collectively we think it's our best song probably ever Ooh. yeah
1: Ooh, that's exciting yeah. i can't believe that, 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 that one yeah. definitely fits uh, it's, uh i think i don't want to say one of the he- we've got the heaviest song we've ever written on the album as well it's got more of like a green day rock feel but loud in my head is definitely, I think, for drums, is the most technical song and like fast paced song we've ever written. Nice. Um, and I think just all the good parts in itself sound really good, and the backing vocals and everything really make this a complete piece. Yeah, we're really
2: excited about it.
0: Oh my God, that's so yeah. exciting. I love that you compared it to Green Day. I love Green Day. <laughs> yeah,
2: um... and I think too with this EP, um, I think we it's the best, like, full. Um, encapsulating like our skill sets and so mm-hmm. um alec and i are both singing um lead a good amount like back and forth and in loud in my head we're kind of trading off lines in kind of a blink mm-hmm. a blink way um and that mm-hmm. all or nothing song was written by alec and so that's his first like this is only his song mm-hmm. for of the orchard um mm-hmm. which is really cool um just having that just a more diversified sound versus, Oh, we always do this thing. Now it's like, Hey, we also do this too.
0: Nice. Nice. I love it. I'm so excited for, for the new EP. That's going to be so cool. And yeah, you guys already have such a good discography out there and I'm just really excited to hear what you guys have coming. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. Thank
2: you. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm I'm super excited to help you guys promote to it. It's going to be awesome. So
1: thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, all right, another another hard question for you guys. Um, and you guys can each answer individually, whatever. Um, what artist would you love to work on a collaboration with in the future?
1: Oh, easy, Taylor Acorn.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I support it. I
1: support yeah, it. 100 <laughs> percent easy. Taylor if you hear this, then we want you.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I'll let her I, know. I, I'll send her. I, your I, th- way. Th-
1: I think it'd be a really cool trade-off to have like a female vocalist on one of our songs and like Ben has already <laughs> kind of brought that up where he is you know writing a song that would fit that really well um so yeah that's that that's, that's easy
0: yeah that would be that would
1: be <laughs> so that's amazing. my opinion i am only low-key fan <laughs> that
0: would that would be amazing though like i definitely i definitely think she would compliment you guys very well and yeah. she does a lot of features too so mm-hmm. it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility for sure right so, yeah <laughs> nice all right what about what about you two
3: um, I think it would be actually super fun to do something with state champs.
2: Yes, <laughs> the collective. Yes. <laughs> oh my
0: god, I love those dudes. Like they're yeah. they're so cool. And like, oh my god, I love Derek's voice. Like mm-hmm. I, he could compliment you guys so well, I think. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. That would be so sick.
2: Um, <laughs> and I think i I'm gonna go a little more uh indie indie mm-hmm. rock um but i would love to do stuff with like local minnesota um like hippocampus mm-hmm. guys like yes. oh, T- yeah, awesome like i think they're so like interesting sonically and like i don't know i feel like there could be a cool melding of their like indie rock pop with what we do um we could add some cool instrumentation i think but yeah i, I love those guys so
0: oh my god that would be that would be so cool too i love all of your answers i like how they're all different but they all they all make sense and i love it like you oh my god that would be amazing i'm manifesting all of that for all of
1: you (laughs) thank you
0: (laughs) all right um next question for you guys tell me what each of you think is the most memorable moment you've had with the band thus far
2: oh tough question your yeah. uh, favorite
0: moment or something like that.
3: I'm
1: thinking Collective here. thinking. Actually,
3: yeah. I I have one. Okay, so this was back when uh oh what was it? Wild times was still a thing.
1: <laughs> oh God! <laughs> this this wasn't was a breakup show, was it?
3: Uh, it was um <laughs> like our last. We played twice there. It was our our second one there, I think.
1: Oh, we all that's got- the one I don't remember because I was four Long Island deep into a breakup. <laughs> oh no the breakup show
3: nope. so, so, so yeah so my my thing that i really remember from that is we all had a little bit too much to drink so we we're all feeling it a little bit and then we finished up and i was like oh man i have to pick i have to pee so bad and so I got off stage like immediately, and like went and peed, and then came back out. And then all of a sudden, I see them still up there, and they're like, "Get up here!" I'm like, "What?" And like, "We're playing Wonderwall." I'm like, "I don't know how to play that." Like, we don't <laughs>
1: have... none <laughs> of us do want to no. play Wonderwall. That's
0: the point. Oh no, no!
1: Yeah, this was, this, no. Was like,
2: this was like first year of the band. Um, just yeah, we vibes. yeah, we were, we were just like trying to get off stage, but like. It, it was a pretty full cool show. Like I, I don't. One of our, I mean, at that point in time, like the busiest show we'd ever played, and people kept yelling like for an encore, and we're like, we don't know any other songs. And, <laughs> we're yeah, like, so we'd started...
0: love to play an encore, but we don't know anything else. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we had we had some, some very obnoxious friends that were screaming the lyrics to Wonderwall. Um, oh no! And then we just kind of got got bullied into playing it. So then Alec came back and was like I guess I guess we're going to learn how to play it on stage.
0: Oh my god. That's insane. <laughs> Did you pull up like like guitar tabs or whatever on online and just be like here's Wonderwall. Like <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my god. That's that's insane. I can't even imagine being there. I'd be like what is going on? Like <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other favorite moments from from
2: you guys? It might just I mean it's probably just recency bias, but like that the show that we just had um, last month at Green Room, um, <laughs> yeah, where we we played with um, a Canadian band, the Honest Heart Collective. Um, yes, we we became friends with them um, through some like online connections of Lewis. Um, Not and- me, fangirling again. <laughs> yeah yeah you, we're i think i think we're like two years away from the same thing happening with taylor acorn if lewis <laughs> stays, stays ahead
0: he is just like the social butterfly of the band and he goes and he makes friends and goes hey guys i have friends now meet my friends and then you guys are all just like hey what's up we're the band like <laughs> that's funny it's
1: kind of it's kind Hi. of what happens i just get really excited about people okay <laughs> <laughs> Are you like uh, like the golden retriever human? Like you're like, hello
0: people, friends. <laughs> ah, yeah,
1: that's exactly that's exactly what I am. That's,
0: that's, that's no, a good that's way funny. to
1: describe it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. I love that.
2: Um but yeah, so they so they came down um from Thunder Bay in Canada. They're going to play at Summerfest. Ooh. And so we helped set up a show in Minneapolis with them. Oh, um but yeah, but it it was just really we hadn't played in a while and I just think like the the energy of the crowd I think it was just one of those where it's like everyone that's here ultimately is here to see us. They know the songs, they're like dancing with us. Like it just was like a very palpable like this energy is awesome. Like very easy on stage to then get into it. Yeah. Um and I think that was just like yeah, like I said, we just hadn't played a bigger show in a while, and I think it just felt so like fulfilling of like, oh, this is this is the point, like this, this is why we're doing it. Yeah, Not, in that's a way, awesome. it just felt awesome. Yeah,
1: that's
0: awesome. Yeah. That's that's so cool.
2: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that one.
1: Um, yeah, that like just two years of work and like talking with those guys and actually being able to play with a friend, like with friends, is awesome. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah, I think another show sure that really sticks out in my mind. We recently played the Fulton Grand Fondo like festival. Um, oh, they have set up a, like it's a big bike race, and then at the finish line, they meet at like the Fulton Tap Room here in Minneapolis. Yeah. And Then they set up like a big stage out there, and then we were playing at noon. Um, and I just like remember one point, like I was just feeling it, it and just like so many people, massive stage, and I'm just going ham. Um, <laughs> Ben likes to say that I come from the Travis Barker School of Drumming. Yes. Very um, <laughs> very fast, loud, and hard. And then this was just like I can see it in his expression because I was just going, hey, like, shit, Louis is smacking him this, like today. And I broke like the rack tom head within like song two no! of, our, of our set.
0: No. So I'm having
1: to play the rest of the set without without one of my toms, and I oh. only at like a rack in the floor. And then halfway through the set it starts to rain. And we killed the power twice. And I just like, cause just like the rain was going and we're just loud and music and then the power just cuts and everyone's just like, what's going on? We get the power (laughs) up and running again, we cut it again and we're just like, okay, well our set list is out the door, let's just figure things out. I can't think of something more like punk rock or pop punk than breaking a drum drumhead and killing the power in the same show. <laughs> Honestly,
0: iconic. That is iconic. And if if it's not a little bit of a shit show, is it pop yeah. punk? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right? <laughs> that's incredible. That's so funny. And like, it's cool that you can make light in those situations too. Because it's like, if you're just freaking out and you're like, "Man, this sucks," it's like, then everyone else is gonna feel that energy. So just like. Have fun with it. Even like, if things uh, aren't uh, going right, it's okay. It'll be fine. We're just a bunch of of people living on a stupid rock in Earth. Uh, yeah, or, I mean, exactly. in space, yeah. you know, like it's whatever. So yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like I like all of those. All of those stories. Those are those are awesome. I love hearing about like little stories from when bands are like first starting out. You know, like I I and I, I love hearing the little things because though that's always so important and a lot of people forget about that, you know, and that's cool. That's cool. Um, All right. Let's see. I have one more, one more question for you guys before we're going to have to wrap this up. We're getting close to the hour here. So um, what is one piece of advice each of you would give to your younger self? It can be music or non-music
1: related. Oh, I would definitely say like follow, follow like your heart and your dreams there. I stopped playing drums for like a solid four years, really five years, just like yeah. not playing them regularly, like throughout college. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I kind of was like, I really wanted to do music coming out of high school. And I was like, i want to study music. And then it was just like the norm and people were like, oh, you need to go get like a business degree or something else. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're gonna make money in life. And I just didn't pursue music as much for mm-hmm. five, six years or so until I got back into the band. And yeah. I was like, oh, I feel like I wasted some time there. Uh, Like and chase what I want to do. So really, it's always uh, the, the the cheesy line of follow your dreams, but like follow your passions and don't give up on them because of what other people say.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true, and I I couldn't agree more with that too. You know, like I I feel like yeah, so many people, especially with like arts and music aspirations, are always told that they shouldn't do it, and that's just not true. You know, like people love art, people love music, so it's always like just do what you want to do, and people will see it. You know.
3: cool yeah anything i would i guess i would maybe say focus on what you love and don't burn yourself out with it Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs)
0: yes yes i i agree because (laughs) burnout is so real these days like it's it's ridiculous and like I, i even even me i'll be doing something i love like even like like podcasting and i'm like oh I'm just tired today but it's like I I still want to do it but I'm just like yeah burnout is real especially having a full-time job so Mm -hmm. yeah I appreciate that all right and last but not least yeah
2: Yeah, I think um mine would just be about like just not I guess having a little more grace for myself and not Mm -hmm. being just like so hard on myself (laughs) with everything I think that I there's I feel like there's a sense of with being a musician and like knowing how difficult it is. I think you just cling on to like everything is so important and everything needs to be perfect. And like setting, setting these unrealistic expectations that I think for me started to feel like my self-worth is based on the success of the music versus why am I doing this in the first place? Like I'm doing this because it's a passion and that's all it ever is. Like, that's not a failure like that. That's really noble. And like, that's awesome that our music connects to people that are coming to our shows. And like, if we stopped right now, we've had a lot of success. And I think Mm -hmm. I was for sure. Like I'm, I'm finally coming around the corner to that, but I think for the longest time it was like, we don't become this huge band that everyone knows everyone's going to think we're failures or like that. I didn't make what I said I was going to. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think, I think that's an easy thing for creatives to latch on to, which then just like takes you out of the creative process. It just, and then that's where burnout comes from because you feel like it's not attainable to do what you want to do. So I think having, having some more grace of, we're on we're on the journey where the journey takes us like you just can't mm-hmm. control that, but it's about the the process and like the product versus what's the final like the actual um thing you're trying to get to might never get there and like that's fine like not not setting yeah. as the bar
0: yeah i i couldn't agree more um yeah like like musicians in general too. Like, I feel like everyone, no one expects to be like a huge band. No no one expects that to happen. But if it does, you're like, this is cool, you know? And like, as long as you're doing something that you love, that's that's all that really matters you know and I, I it is so easy to get caught up in the numbers mm-hmm. and to be like man this is doing as well as i'd mm-hmm. like hope or whatever like i even do that like like i'm like man this episode's not doing as well as i hoped it would or the numbers just aren't like there this week or whatever and like it's okay i'm like i'm doing this because i love talking to musicians and i love music and that's all that matters so i love that yeah,
3: yeah. totally
0: yeah, I, I I think that's really important for people to remember. So I really like that one. Um, all right, guys. So we're gonna wrap up the interview here. Thank you guys so much for being here. Again, like I said, and taking time out of out of your days. And I know coordinating, you know, four people to try and meet is is always a struggle. So thank you guys again. Um, is there anything else that you guys want listeners to know at all about you guys? Maybe where we can follow you online or anything like that
1: yeah absolutely so we've got a instagram page uh, of the orchard band obviously go follow us you can listen to us on all streaming platforms on apple music spotify uh, myspace wherever you want to wherever you want to <laughs> wherever you want to consume <laughs> uh, via via social media yes yeah, go ahead and see follow us on all those um tiktok we're starting to be more active on yes, i someday the, someday
2: we'll get some some tiktok content flowing
1: i <laughs> think the content That's today okay. i'm going to try to make is a, a video of a bunch of dogs running if you want to run because that stupid tongue-in-cheek pun.
0: I I think you should just have a bunch of dogs running, have your song playing, and be like, listen to the new pop punk pet band. And <laughs> that can be that can be your branding, you know. And it would be so sick. You guys bring yeah. like, oh, do you guys have a logo? Because um, like yeah. you could really, you could. Really like, really what if logo. you guys had like a dog and like <laughs> on like your drum head? That would be cute. I think that would be adorable. <laughs> get get um olaf right is your your dog's name get get him on there that would be so cute
1: (laughs) (laughs) he gets enough attention i don't need to inflate his ego anymore
0: (laughs) he'd be like who's that that's me (laughs) i love that but yeah um cool yeah Yeah, so everyone make sure you follow them on social media
2: (laughs) yeah and i would say too um we for anyone in the twin cities or anyone that wants to make a trip to the Twin Cities. Uh, we're playing at 7th Street Entry at the end of August um, on the 27th, the mm-hmm. Sunday night. So
0: nice.
2: people will be back from out of town. Like, there's no real excuse not to come. Like, true. My excuse Sunday. is
0: that I work weekends and I also work evenings. So oh. it kind of doesn't work, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, and I don't that, have uh, a lot of PTO to take. So <laughs> that's, that's my excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, that, uh, I would totally be
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> To add on to that, that show is going to be our EP release show. The EP is coming out then, and it's going to be our guitarist's last show with the band. So we're going to be going through a weird transition period of finding a new guitarist as he is moving to Maine. So it's going to be the last time people get to see this exact version of Of The Orchard.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
0: That's crazy. All right. Well, you guys, they're taking applications for guitarists. So if anyone wants to join a band, (laughs) go to Of The Orchard. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's amazing all right well sorry for for you guys losing a member that kind of that kind of always sucks you know but hopefully he's gonna go do cool things in man so
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah um. Thank you, guys, again. Like I said, for um for taking time and interviewing. It's been a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. you guys are so cool, so chill. So I hope <laughs> to connect with all of you guys again in the future. This is this has been awesome. So you yeah, nice for having us. appreciate it. Yeah, of course. All right. Thanks, guys.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Sydney.
0: All right, everybody, that was my interview with Of The Orchard, a local Minneapolis band. I hope you guys really enjoyed this fun interview. It was a blast getting to chat with the boys. It was awesome. So I hope you guys really enjoy their music and I hope you guys enjoyed what they had to say. You can follow them on Instagram at Of The Orchard Band. Make sure you check out their brand new single, which is the leading single off of their new EP titled, If You Wanna Run. It is out now. I know on the interview it said it would be a week from now, but that was recorded a week ago. So you can stream it right now. Go over to Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream your music and go listen to If You Wanna Run by Of The Orchard. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, this is where I'm gonna have to leave you this week. Thank you again so much for tuning in to this week's episode and make sure you come back again next week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for a brand new episode of Pop Punk Promo. Make sure to get your entries in for the Brony giveaway. All you have to do is post a reel or a TikTok using Brawny's song, Your Ex-Girlfriend. Tag Pop Punk Promo and Brawny in the video to make sure you're entered and then you'll win a 15 pound voucher to her Wicked Wicks store if you win. So all you have to do is tag us and that should be announced probably in the next week and a half or two, something like that. I haven't entirely decided, but I will let you guys know and keep you updated. Until next time, take care, pop punk enthusiasts. Be good to yourself and each other and we'll catch you again in the next episode. See you later. For more information on how you can become a pop punk promo featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com.